Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Since the United States of America is in the business of free speech, you are probably not surprised that this book has never been banned here. But you might be surprised who's actually trying to sell it. People like Barnes & Noble and Amazon and Books A Million. For the low, low price, by the way, of $14.88. And someone has even taken care to translate this book from uh, its original German to English, clearly showing for everyone to see, and I quote, what we must do if we want to survive as a people and as a race, unquote. That's all stated in the promotional paragraph for those who want to buy Mein Kampf, <laughs> which, if you don't know, is Hitler's autobiographical manifesto. <laughs> you can actually buy that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's a precautionary tale only, I would if, think. I would think so. Mm, yeah. Mercy. Yeah. Well, Cliff, yep. I like to rate the days of the week by mm -hmm. food. By food? Yes. I'm not quite sure what you mean. Well, Mondays would be for yeah. me chicken salad and stale potato chips <laughs> okay you know tuesday yeah. yeah well it's not meatloaf that's yeah. for sure which mm -hmm. is one of my favorites i guess tuesday it's an okay day yeah let's call it spaghetti tuesday's a good tuesday. spaghetti day <laughs> let's just throw it against the wall clip and see if and it sticks see if it sticks that's this right and remember don't play with your noodle well here's the challenge cliff yesterday okay. yeah um, about 10.30, I'm walking down the hallway, and yeah. there's a tap on my shoulder, and it was oppressive management. Mm, okay. And they thought it, you know, pertinent, I guess, to remind me that there's yeah. no I in team. <laughs> and I shot back. Yeah. But there's three eyes in narcissistic. <laughs> I thought it was a spell off or no, something. No, no, no. It's a team-building exercise, trying to get us all work together. Good luck with that. Weed, if you follow Major League Baseball at all, you know that the New York Mets are having an off year. It's a year that's off, and we're not even to the All-Star break. Because right now they're 38 and 47, and second from the bottom in the NL East. And they've lost seven of their last ten. And the loss Saturday, once again, saw the bullpen blow a late lead. As you might expect, all that losing on the field is having an effect on what happens off the field, and that's probably why... Relief pitcher Jason Vargas physically threatened a reporter in the clubhouse on Sunday. But considering it is the 50th anniversary of the Miracle Mets, the front office and the Mets organization still trying to do their best to celebrate the 1969 World Series win, which truly was a win for the ages. As at the time, the Mets were an expansion team that had lost 100 games or more in five of their first seasons, but stormed to first place in the second half of the 1969 season, and went on to beat Baltimore in five games. And so Saturday, the promotions department for the Mets prepared a touching video tribute to the 1969 champs, including a memorial to those players who are no longer with us. And afterwards, outfielder Jim Gosger and left-handed pitcher Jetsy Hudson were heard to exclaim, Hey, we're still alive! <laughs> Oops. Get the feeling they weren't a very important part of the 69 you, you Mets. Think you know? <laughs> nah. 
We think they're dead. That's close enough. Oh, yeah. In any business, if you're going to be successful with your product, you've got to know your customer. You've got to know your customer no, base and no, what they uh, want. That's absolutely right. That's There's no matter who your customer is, what kind of business you're in, including what we do. Yes. We have to know the customer. Yes. Or at least do your very best to find out as much as you can. Yes. And that brings us to this story, Cliff. Mm-hmm. It's about the breakfast beverage you probably didn't know that you needed, mm-hmm. but I bet you're thinking about it. What's that? You see today the good folks at PBR yeah. introduced their new PBR hard coffee, 5% <laughs> alcohol, and it's iced. That's so right. It's an iced hard coffee. Yes. With alcohol. From Pabst Blue Ribbon. Now, look, it's all right to admit that nobody asked for this. And, I mean, literally nobody. No one did. No. No one did. But a good idea is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Am I right? If it's good, it's good. No, if if it's, uh, yeah, if it's if no one asked for it, if suddenly people are like, I need to have booze when I get up, it'll be the rage. And That's they'll right. Be, they'll be the first one to market with something that people didn't know they needed, but now they can't live without. That's right. <laughs> Look at their competitor. Look at their competitor. Who's their competitor? Heineken. Oh. Heineken's over there trying to sell me yeah. on non-alcoholic beer, <laughs> while PBR is saying to me really loud, hey, why don't you just get drunk in the morning too? <laughs> know your customer yeah. base. Come to think of it, I wouldn't mind to get drunk in the morning too. <laughs> no kidding. Who wouldn't? Trying to picture myself here this morning, skinny dipping, and it's no, not a no, not a pleasant no, sight at all. No, thanks for that yes. mental image. Well, I thought I'm I'd throw that out the, there. Yeah, you've just blinded my mind's eye. Yes. Well, <laughs> I do my best work when I'm blinding you, Cliff. I saw this morning that yeah. Polly Holiday, the actress. Remember Polly Holiday? I, I do not remember Polly Holiday. Do you remember the um, the TV show sitcom Alice about the diner? And yeah. she was Flo on there? That was Flo. That's Flo. I remember Flo, but I don't remember the actress's name. Yes. So, okay. Polly is uh, celebrating her birthday today. Okay. She's 82 today. Okay. Polly Holiday. And you know, on the uh, TV show, she always talked about... Kiss my grits. Yes. It was, she, that was her coin, or the phrase she coined that became a lexicon of American English. Well, kiss my, kiss my grits. grits. Yes. Yes. Right. I wonder where her grits are now at 82. <laughs> I'm going to go with dragging the ground somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> I didn't say that. He said that. I wasn't going there. Well, last night, Cliff, I was yeah. sitting in my laboratory reading a new Harvard study. <laughs> so you weren't like a, wait, wait, a Harvard study? Yes. You weren't like conducting research or doing an experiment. You were just sitting in your laboratory reading yes now if you're just reading do you still wear the white lab coat and safety glasses i don't wear the safety glasses uh, but i do put the slide <laughs> on the coat makes you feel more i don't know scientific that's exactly yeah. right yeah and during this uh, reading i've uh, yeah. found out from harvard yeah that men mm-hmm. who eat too much fast food yeah. can become sterile really that's exactly right okay and that, my friend, is mm-hmm. why there's no Ronald McDonald Jr. <laughs> it's not just fast food either, Cliff. It's not. It's candy, it's yeah. sweets, it's potato chips. Yeah. If you eat an unhealthy diet. You're more likely to be sterile. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
I've often wondered why there wasn't a Ronald McDonald Jr. And, and now you know why. Reading last night. Yes. I think I even flipped my uh, lab coat up just a little bit in shock and awe when I read that. <laughs> Weed sentencing has been handed down for the 26-year-old man in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, accused of criminal damage to property. Patrick Beeman will have to serve 150 days in jail, pay restitution, do community service, and not be allowed to possess or consume alcohol while he's on probation for three years. Or probably not Taco Bell either. Beeman became known in his community as the serial toilet clogger, found to be responsible for more than 10 incidents dating back to the spring of 2017, when he stuffed a plastic bottle in the toilet of a women's restroom at the community center. He's also clogged up the pots where he worked, at a city park, and in several other locations. Beeman told the judge at sentencing that he gets the urges to do odd things, like look for bottles in the trash can to plug toilets, and that he's praying for forgiveness every day. Perhaps he should be praying to the spirit of Kikaponis. And thus, the headline that writes itself. Chronic commode clogging caper curved. Culprit convicted. <laughs> or, there's another one. Well, Poop perpetrator punished. With penitentiary. I'm just trying to think if there's any other thing you could throw in there. Oh, there's a whole bunch. Yeah, I'm afraid of that, yeah. <laughs> but they start with S words, and I really just wanted to leave those out. Two things. Just okay. two things about donuts, real quickly, Cliff. <laughs> what brought up donuts? I don't know. I was just thinking about them. <laughs> two things about them, though. Okay. Number one is I never use the drive through to order donuts because I'm afraid they'll mess up my order. Now, well, if I go through a fast food joint and yeah. they give me onion rings instead of fries, I don't say a word. I go on yeah, and eat them. That's fine. But if I want a chocolate long john and they throw in a glazed donut, we got a problem. Oh, 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 yeah. And you know, a lot of those, they have so many varieties that I don't technically know the names of, of, some, of some of the more peculiar varieties that I like. Like they call them uh, kettlebells at the donut bank or kettle danish. But I can't ever remember that in the drive-thru. So it's just easier to get out of the car, go in, and point. I want that. <laughs> well, now that's where the argument's going to oh, start okay. this oh, morning. Oh, really? Yes. Really? Okay. Because um, yeah. the other thing I was going to bring up yeah. is what I hate to do is yeah. actually have to drive to a donut shop and then yeah. get out of my car, <laughs> walk inside, really? make my selections, so, <laughs> and then walk back so to the car. It's you don't You don't like to drive through at the donut shop because... They could get your order wrong. That's right. And you don't like to drive to the donut shop and then get out and go in and look at the counter and say, I want one of those, one of those, and one of those, because you're too lazy. Well, it it kind of counts as exercise, and I don't like that, the walking in and <laughs> out. Walking, walking from your car to the counter at the donut shop does not count as exercise. That is exercise. <laughs> and I basically want donuts yeah. without having to move my body. <laughs> And Krispy Kreme has come to my rescue. Oh, they have? Yes, huh? because they've just launched delivery service. That's right, Cliff. Yeah. And by the end of the year, yeah. it's going to be out everywhere all over the country at Krispy Kreme. Okay. You can just call these folks up, Yeah. and they will deliver to your house within a five-mile radius yeah. for a small service charge, which mm -hmm. I don't care. <laughs> and they will hand you the donuts, and you don't have to do anything. Now, I know there's a possibility we could have a mess up yeah, on the order. Yeah, because if you order, you know. We could. Chocolate-covered whatevers, and they don't come with chocolate covering, or they put nuts on them, which is the worst thing ever. That is. Then you're standing with a delivery guy, and he's got donuts and no way to fix your problem. I understand that. But so it's a risk. 
It is a risk, but I'm willing to take that risk okay. if I can get donuts yeah. without having to move my body. <laughs> I'm all for that. I salute you, Krispy Kreme. You could be a national treasure that's just been discovered. Let's go to the phone lines and see who our winner is. Hi, who's this? Louis Karsner. All right, Louis, where are you from? Petersburg. All right, you have won the aforementioned prize. Congratulations. Okay. Now, you're going to the Corvette Museum in Bowling Green. That's entirely yours, Lewis. You can keep it and go on your merry way, or you can risk it. Do you want to risk it uh, for uh, four tickets to Beach Bend Park? Sure. Well, well, don't be so excited now, Lewis. All right. All right. Well, here's your statement I'm going to give you, and you tell me if this is true or did I just make it all up, okay? Okay. Presidents John Adams... Thomas Jefferson and James Monroe all died on the 4th of July. That'd be false. Actually, that's yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> so there goes your Corvette Museum tickets, okay, Lewis? <laughs> easy all come, right. easy go. Up all right. Smoke. Thank, thank you, Lewis. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is odd, Cliff. It is strange. Very strange. Yep. All three of those gentlemen also signed the Declaration of Independence, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And all of them died on the 4th of July. Now, not in the same year. Yeah. Although two of them did. Really? I believe Jefferson and Monroe, weren't they the two that didn't like each other? Um, I'd have to I go back and read. I think that's the two I, that didn't like yeah, each other. Was, and they were afraid the other was going to outlive the <laughs> other one. And they both died. On the same day. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Cliff, this next story. Yeah. It was kind of inspired by our last uh, contestant here on the Morning Road oh, really? Show. Lewis, yes. Okay. I don't know if you saw this, but in Ohio, yeah. a jury there awarded a lady $3 million okay. because she broke her kneecap after she fell on a wet floor at a casino. <laughs> $3 million for falling down and didn't hurting they, herself. Uh, didn't they have one of those uh, caution wet floor signs? They did have that, yeah. but it was laid down. It had fell over, and an employee oh, of the casino yeah. walked past it. And didn't put it up. That's exactly right. But I'm betting you, Cliff, <laughs> I'm betting anything that after she got the uh, $3 million award, yeah. somewhere, yeah. an email or a text or something, yeah. the casino mm -hmm. got a hold of her and said, you want to play for double or nothing? <laughs> It's just amazing to me that she couldn't read things that was laying over on its side. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying that. Yeah, I'm, I see where you're going. Yeah. Uh -huh. I yeah. read this morning that it is so hot in Spain. We're complaining yeah. about it being hot. Yeah. In Spain, piles of manure are bursting into flames. <laughs> wait, wait, so it's like a pile of uh, cow poop. Yes. And it's catching on fire. It's just bursting into flames because okay. of the heat over there. And I got to thinking. Wow. If yeah. you were in Spain mm -hmm. and you were a, a smoker yeah. and your lighter had quit working, <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> this is a straight-up fact. Yeah. After a point of time yeah. that you can't get if to a you, lighter. You, you have the hankering for a cigarette that cannot be qualled. Yes. <laughs> You're crawling around on your hands and knees looking for a burning pile of cow poop. That's exactly right. Right. Yeah. You'll be praying for bursting manure in about an hour, yes. Never thought I'd say that this morning when yeah. I woke up either. Mm -hmm. 
controversial songs, Cliff. They've been with us since the beginning of radio. Some people like that song. Some people say, oh, it's too suggestive or whatever reason. <laughs> no, no. And they're yeah. banned. Yeah. I remember, like, uh, was it Marvin Gaye did this sexual healing song? Yes. Oh, my gosh, the uproar over that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And it became a huge hit because the more you complain, <laughs> That's right. the more people want it. <laughs> Is that not true? No, it's absolutely Anytime true. Anytime you tell someone, yes. I, you can't do that, yeah, well, then we're going to do that. that's what they're going to do. Well, Cliff, yes. we're going to have on our Take It to the Bank today yeah. a song that is so controversial mm-hmm. that it was actually banned from being played on the radio. And a song you've heard a million times in your life, you yeah. probably even sang to it. It's time now ah. for Take It to the Bank. Mm-hmm. Well, what could possibly, possibly be controversial about Bing Crosby's I'll Be Home for Christmas tune? I don't know. It's been covered by, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of different recording artists. Yes. What could it possibly be that made it so controversial? Well, it was the line in it that says, I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. Why was that controversial? Well, you got to remember, this was right in the middle of World War II in 1943 when being recorded this. Okay. And record executives were worried that it would lower morale amongst oh. the troops oh, that were fighting right. overseas. Because the troops would be like, I'm never going to be able to go home. It'll only be in my dreams. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And it yes. was actually banned. Yeah. Throughout England, no radio like, stations. Oh, like on the BBC? Yes. They couldn't play it on the BBC at all. That's right. right. And some stations here in the United States refused to even play it. Interesting. But in England, yeah. nothing. And that yeah. is a really good take it to the <laughs> bank as I pat <laughs> myself on the back a little don't bit break on your, that one. Don't break your little bitty arm over there patting yourself on the back. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Okay? Okay. A man built a submarine in only 10 weeks. And I'm like, ten weeks, big deal. <laughs> what do you mean, big deal? I mean, it's hard enough to, you know, build anything in ten weeks of any complicated, you know, like if you build a car in ten weeks, but a submarine, why but, is that a big deal? Buddy of mine, yeah, went out on the pond, yeah, converted his boat to a submarine in like ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes time. He had him a submarine. I don't know how fast it would go underwater. I don't know the nautage. Yeah, probably. But if he it probably was, didn't um, go underwater. If it was powered by cursing, <laughs> it was fast. You know what I'm saying? If, if the fuel cell took curse words, yeah, he had a fast submarine when it was all said and done. Maybe Ten you should, minutes. Maybe you should work on that in your laboratory this weekend. Cursing? Any? <laughs> anything powered by cursing? Like a fuel cell. Exactly. Powered by cursing. My buddy could have used that whenever that That's happened. That's right, yeah. He felt a he, little bit better. Yeah, he, uh, he used a shotgun, didn't he? Foolishly, yes. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. Powered by cursing. <laughs> we have an unlimited amount of energy available, should we choose to tap into it. Number two. Praying for bursting manure. <laughs> Yeah, we said that. The number one, though, morning roadshow phrase for today. Why don't we get drunk in the morning, too? Why don't we get drunk in the morning, I don't know. That's the unanswered (laughs) question. Why don't we? If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.